O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is Joshua 4, verses 19 through 24, and chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word as we listen to Jesus, Bread of Life by Audrey Assad and Fernando Ortega. A guitar establishes a quiet waltz and a piano adds a whimsical motif. The light-hearted melody gently reminds us of Jesus' abundant provision for needs both physical and spiritual. Instrumental interludes feature jazz organ and cello in a rich feast of sound.
Joshua 4:19 through 5:12. The people came up out of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they encamped at Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. And he said to the people of Israel, When your children ask their fathers in times to come, What do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know. Israel passed over this Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we passed over, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. As soon as all the kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to the west and all the kings of the Canaanites who were by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the people of Israel until they had crossed over, their hearts melted and there was no longer any spirit in them because of the people of Israel. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, make flint knives and circumcise the sons of Israel a second time. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the sons of Israel at Gibeath Haaraloth. And this is the reason why Joshua circumcised them. All the males of the people who came out of Egypt, all of the men of war, had died in the wilderness on the way after they had come out of Egypt. Though all the people who came out had been circumcised, yet all the people who were born on the way in the wilderness after they had come out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the people of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, the men of war who came out of Egypt, perished. But they did not obey the voice of the Lord. The Lord swore to them that he would not let them see the land that the Lord had sworn to their fathers to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. So it was their children whom he raised up in their place, that Joshua circumcised. For they were uncircumcised, because they had not been circumcised on the way. When the circumcising of the whole nation was finished, they remained in their places in the camp until they were healed. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. And so the name of that place is called Gilgal to this day. While the people of Israel were encamped at Gilgal, They kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the month in the evening on the plains of Jericho. And the day after the Passover, on that very day, they ate the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. And the manna ceased the day after they ate of the produce of the land. And there was no longer manna for the people of Israel, but they ate of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. Joshua 4 through 5 tells stories of God's amazing provision, his faithfulness to his people throughout the generations of Israel. After many years of affliction and slavery, God here rolls away the reproach of Egypt from his people. And now they get to celebrate their first Passover in the land. This would have been momentous, but the next day may have been even more powerful for them. After 40 years of wandering, without a place to call their own, they begin eating the produce of a land that now belongs to them. This was theirs now to work and to cultivate. And as an incentive to get to work, God ceases to provide manna. But I think it's important for us to recognize here that though God ceased to provide in the miraculous way that the people had grown accustomed to, he hadn't ceased to provide. The land is a gift, as is every subsequent harvest. For the land to produce, the people would have to participate. They'd be given the dignity 
of getting to put in hard work. But only God can provide the rain and the conditions necessary for things to grow. Despite their efforts, God would remain their provider and the one deserving all of the glory and praise. This remains true for us today. God calls us to work, and we work hard for the things that we have. But everything that we have remains a gift from him, even the dignity of a good day's work. So are you giving him the glory and the praise that he deserves for the gifts that he continues to provide? Well, in the moments that follow, I'd encourage you to take the time to do just that. Let's close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I am to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I am to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I am to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I am to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words, and give me the Spirit of Jesus. Amen.